0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode seventy-one of the C Z Show. Interesting week, to say the least. I normally say it's been a deciding week, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know this this past Sunday, January twenty sixth, uh, we lost someone very, very special in the. Uh, basketball community, NBA community um, around the United States, around the entire globe. I'm um, talking about Kobe, Breen, Kobe Bean Bryant, um, and it's just been crazy. Um, you know, this episode is going to be uh, dedicated towards him. So, um, you know, without further ado, um, introduce my guest, and we can get straight to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my boy, my co-host, Trey. What's
1: up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Um, Let's hear it. What's up, y'all? What's good? Hope everybody out there is all right. Tell the first-time listeners, the last-time listeners, and everybody in between. What's good? What's up? Uh, hope uh, everybody's holding up all right.
0: Yeah. Um, it's it's just crazy. I guess I want to start off just... Let's just, just listen, talk about where we're at. Okay. So um with me, I would you already know what I'm doing on the side. So literally been traveling like every single week. And um it was like a two day seminar I was at. It was on a Sunday. Sheesh. Class was like from I think ten to three that day. And I wanna say it was around so it had to be ten like nine, ten o'clock ish West Coast time. So that's ten, eleven, twelve. So around like one o'clock our time, I would have to say. Yeah, dropped. To I was like just in 1, class 30? and before I had to do like a little presentation, I get like, my phone is blown up and I look at it and one of my boys, Mo's like, yo, Kobe died. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? I was kind of in denial. I was like, all right, like this is some BS. So do what I had to do. And then I got more texts. And the only source we saw was through TMZ. Yeah. You know, TMZ, sometimes it can be having a lot of false information. So I didn't really know what to believe. And it wasn't until like, Maybe 30 minutes to an hour later, I got confirmation from like CNN and Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN list goes on and on and on. Um, and it was wild too because we had our first lunch break and well fast we'll rewind back to um, the night before I was actually watching mm-hmm. the Lakers play the Philly. Philadelphia 76s, and it's kind okay. of crazy, and kind of ironic how Kobe's from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and the Lakers happen to be playing Philadelphia, and that's where LeBron happened to um, surpass him on the all time scoring list and be number three. Um, it was just crazy because after the game, um, he spent about like 10 11 minutes just talking about how he met Kobe, the impact he had on him, and everyone else. Um, and it was just he's just paying homage to him. Bucks. Fast forward, I'm kind of in denial um a little bit and it really didn't sink with me until I was about to leave for my flight and it was just wild because he's so young and I feel like a lot of times when we see when we see people of his stature go away around the age like this is more is normally like self-inflicted mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um and I didn't know what to think like I don't really cry as much but I shed a lot of tears the whole day. It was like as hours passed by, um, I just started shedding tears. Um, Because as you get older, I just feel like when you go through obstacles, um, you know, a lot of ups and downs, um, and you just experience a little bit of life more, death kind of hits you a little different. Um, And the fact that, you know, his 13 year old daughter passed away with them the other people on the on the helicopter passed away with them um he's going to have kids he's going to have the the two little ones essentially growing up not really knowing him like that um and the wife who is going to have to carry this burden it kind of really sucks man um but like where were you at when you you, you found out about everything uh, like, take me through your day my day it was it was interesting
1: cuz i went to a church uh i went to a live church uh, over, you know, and it was weird because I started off the day because they like, he kind of got heavy right when we walked in he was like, you know, praying for some like deep stuff or stuff like that. And I remember everybody was up, eyes closed, and I was kind of just like sitting there. I was yeah. like, I was like, right, you know, you know, you know, know. I mean, I was with the program, you know, but just some days where you're like, all right, I'm not really coming here. Like, I'm, just, I'm not really feeling this the heaviness right now. You know, I could get heavy, but... I'm just maintaining them cool. So everybody's like up, praying, eyes closed. I'm just like sitting there on my phone, kinda like scrolling. Yeah. Whatever I do. She's like ready like to hear the sermon and make it applicable, ready to bounce, you know. I had to go uh ref. Um cause when I go to church I'll go. Yeah. And then I'll go uh leave mm-hmm. a little bit early. You know, take if somebody wrote me, take them back home, and then I'll shoot over to the gym that I'm roughing at for uh the basketball league. And in the basketball league, Not to make it a color thing, but I mean, I'm roughing like a lot of predominantly white league. And it's kind of like beginner skill level or intermediate skill level uh, to like some high school, but they're not like super, they're not like elite basketball players by any means. So I'm there, we rough a few quarters. My my legs are already like hurting. So I'm like, "Uh, you know, let's get this out of the way. We rough a few games. And uh, I mean, I think we rough like one game. We started at one. Mm -hmm. And then my my roommate, who I rough with, he's like, yo, like, you see this? And it was TMZ, and they had like the worst picture, of, like Kobe, like halfway talking, like with his mouth open, like really blurry picture. <laughs> Disrespect. I'm just like, uh, you know, just TMZ, bro. Like helicopter crash, like it's just stupid, like whatever. Like I'll look at it like, oh, Kobe Bryant is died or that. They just didn't like it. Look like a tabloid for yeah. you know what I'm saying. It like a tabloid. It's not like, all right, but you know, after that, so you know, you're in periods or whatever like that. You're in quarters. Come back after the next quarter, the next little time out, grab my phone, and there's like oh, reports of this, reports of that. Nobody's really broke after that game. It's like reports broke, Helico- uh, uh, Kobe's helicopter crashed down the third, And I'm like, bro, like what? This is like, you know, I'm just like, what? Like, this is stupid. This is a joke. This is stupid, you know? Um, on top of that, like, I'm in a gym, not really trying to rough, and then these kids are like, oh, you see that? Oh, Kobe, Kobe. Kids that never, like, not never, but just, I know they don't take basketball as seriously as me. People I hang around, my circle, the people I aspire to be, or, you know, that wasn't really embedded in them. They might have been a fan of Kobe, per se, but I'm not sure how much Kobe was really embedded in them from a teaching and learning standpoint. So, as the day went on, it's like, it's just more of a talking point to them. I'm not sure how really much it, it's just another person died to them. You know, for us, it's like, it's, it's deeper than that. And we can get into that as we go along. But it was deeper than that, just where I am. Like, and then as the day goes on, I have like three or four more games. Kids are like, all right, guys, this is for Kobe. Kobe on three. One, two, three, Kobe, which is cool. Like, I understand his, his coach's multicultural impact. But for me, it was just like, bro, like, not even like that he doesn't like belong to you guys. But at the same time, I was like, bro, like, it's deeper than that. You know, it's deeper than just, yo, like, oh, somebody died. Oh, okay. It was like, R.I.P. Let's do this for him for this day. And then it fades away going forward. As Kobe, Kobe spoke for so much more than that. So me being in the gym with people that I feel like didn't appreciate basketball as much or really didn't appreciate Kobe Bryant and understand what was going on, maybe from a youth standpoint, maybe from a cultural standpoint, it was just like it got tiresome for me. And I finally like you know, I got home. I kind of I had to turn my phone off for most of the day because it was just, it was numbing and it was just a lot that that came with it. It was just like what, like you kept you kept reading and scrolling. You know, p- different people are reacting and stuff like that. Different like stuff being put out there, and it's like, bro, like this is too much. Like this is not one of those like go numb depths. It's like everything you read is like everything I read. I was like, nah, bro, I can't I can't keep up with this. So I put my phone down. And really didn't turn anything really back on until uh, Monday morning, and I had like the day off on Monday, and literally I was stuck for like two or three hours just sitting there watching ESPN. Like it was just like, why can't I move? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 where I was with it, and we 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 can go into it deeper about you know who Kobe was and what he meant for for all aspects, but that's where I was, and I was just. It was not. I didn't want to be in the gym. They kind they could kind of tell I was just like trying to rub to get those games over with. It was, it wasn't a good sight as far as just you know attention goes. Mm -hmm. So,
0: it's just crazy because we have some of the facts here. So here's what's been confirmed. So the helicopter is called the S seventy six. B. Um, the helicopter cra- the helicopter crash just before 10 a.m. Um, Pacific time near Calabasas, California. We know that Bryant and his daughter were headed to Mama Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks, California, for a youth basketball event. The helicopter carrying Kobe Bryant and eight others have been given essentially they were given. Special permission to fly, despite um, foggy conditions. According to a report from the New York Times, due to the inclement weather, the chopper was flying quite low. Um, CNN reported at one point an air traffic controller informed that the pilot was still too low for flight. Following at this time, so because it was too low for flight, that means if it doesn't reach a certain height, the radar is not going to pull up. So the fact, so because of that, like I guess they didn't really know exactly where they were and like i said this is kind of mixed with the fog as well too um but there were nine confirmed deaths and no survivors so all the nine victims were identified um, it was kobe his daughter Gigi, um john altabelli a champion baseball coach at orange coast college um, was killed along with his wife carrie and daughter Alyssa. other victims included christina M. Morser, sarah chester peyton chester eras aboyan um, so r.i.p to them as well too and um, it's crazy because uh, this was an experienced pilot. Um, apparently he had over 8,200 hours of flight time um, as the records were submitted um, last July. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says his record, along with the records of any crew, will be examined during the investigation. Uh, the helicopter ended up circling Glendale for 14 minutes after takeoff. The pilot proceeded to climb into the clouds before taking a sharp turn and ultimately hit the ground. Um, and I guess there was like a, a fire that kind of a bushfire that kind of spread across everywhere um, as well too, but not really much to go into that. I mean, we kinda knew what happened. Obviously there was videos that surfaced as well too. It looked like a nasty, nasty, nasty crash. That that had to be instantly. I can only imagine like with those waning seconds, like you know you're about to go away. I kinda I just felt like he he definitely grabbed onto his his daughter. And I I can't even imagine what he said. But, um, yeah, man, Kobe had a a, a very, very historic career. Um, What, spent 20 seasons in the league? um, 18-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA first team, nine-time All-NBA defensive team, one was a part of the Redeemed team. And, uh, you know two-time Olympic gold medalist, youngest player in NBA history at the time of his debut, 1996 at 17, uh, fourth leading scorer in the NBA right now, 33,643 points, um, and you know he won five NBA titles as well too. Um, but it's kind of crazy, man. Like, I feel like the other day, like, I was so excited. <laughs> And I kept saying, yo, Trey, you gotta read this mama mentality, you gotta read this mama yeah. mentality. It was Which kind is of, great. It was just great. Um, yeah. I mean, it it taught you a lot. Um, taught me a lot as well, too. But I just remember growing up, um, back when I did play basketball, I remember um playing AAU for the Demi Wildcats. And the first shoes I wore was before he had the deal with Nike, his okay. uh, Crazy Eights. Okay. Had the blue and white customized <laughs> one. I remember I had my dad take me to I forgot the name of. It was kind of like a Dick Sporting Goods before Dick Sporting Goods. Maybe Dick Sporting Goods been around for a while, but it was some like. I forgot the name of the sports store. I can't remember the name of the sports store, but it was kind of like the cheap, okay. um, like headbands, athletic gear, all that good stuff. But okay. I remember Kobe used to get his wristband before he had the sleeve, and he would put it like up to his forearm. Yeah, so like, I used to do like that Mike. as well too. Um, and I just remember just being a kid in the backyard counting down from five to one, um trying to shoot that last shot or just being in um elementary class and we would ball our um, paper up and then one and everyone yell, yeah Kobe, yeah, Kobe. yeah Kobe. Um, but yeah, it's just uh it's just crazy because uh I mean if there's anything we learned from him um was work ethic yeah um this was one of the dudes who was first to be in the gym. Literally the cliche, the cliche: first to leave the first to be in the gym, last to leave the gym. Um, you know, he was someone who found his passion, and he tried to teach. Um, well, he didn't try to necessarily teach; he tried to inform everyone to, you know, test a lot of different things out. And then once you test things out, find your passion. And then once you find your passion, just work hard. Um, and he exemplified strong work ethic. He exemplified consistency he exemplified confidence determination um, and love as well too and i think with this death in general although you know it is a tragedy i think one thing we can agree on that he this his tragedy this death kind of brought everyone together i found myself contacting people that I'm relatively close with, but I could definitely, um, you know, reach out to every now and then as well, too. Mm. Um, You know, even with me and my father, we don't have the best of the best relationships, but I found myself having a conversation with him for like 15 minutes. We just rapping about life and whatnot and, you know, really not to take anything for granted. So my whole thing is, if you want to do something in life, um, just go out there and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally only have one life to live. You never know when you're going to pass away. So... Do what you love, um, and and that's essentially about it as well too. And and there's no point of having any animosity towards someone or anything like that because at the end of the day, you don't know what anyone's going through, um, and life's too short to you know be arguing with someone. So uh, at the end of the day, you know just just spread love, um, and positivity. But uh, what else you want to add to that, man? Um, I
1: don't know. It's just it's a lot that comes with him because he's embedded so deeply. Mm-hmm. Definitely for uh, I don't know. I just grew up with the with the family that uh... family what? Sorry, I got hit with a text. Mm-hmm. But uh, I grew up with the family that um, that. From a training basketball standpoint, like the people that trained me, mm-hmm. like my second family almost. Yeah. And I, I even text like these guys, um, and you know, they he was torn up about it. And this is an older guy; um, his son was the college basketball player, but he was like trained. Uh, and when his son was gone, it was me and other kids, and uh, and we'd be from seven five seven, like the Chesapeake area. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like his son played with kids like, in, like. Steve Pleasure, like, Oklahoma, like and stuff like that. So like that was the crop. So they were you were good players and stuff like that. But he like he approached it just like Kobe. Like do like pull up jumpers just like it. We would go and like anytime we had like a free afternoon, like we would be chilling, eat some food, be on his couch, just like I remember we watched Kobe like the Muse documentary when they came out. We watched some other stuff, you know, just like we were so like. Embedded into who Kobe Bryant was, like my my handle was traded XXIV. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It's it's a lot that comes with it because he, he he. As far as basketball goes, it's like it's two different worlds. It's like in a way, is is anime, it's Dragon Ball Z. It's you know there, there's there's a part of us that's like very much mortal. It's like all right, step on the court. Boom, boom—you know, back and forth. But when it's really turned up, you really like get immortalized with it. Kobe Bryant was the basketball god of discipline, literally. Yes. You know, like point blank. You know, and, I'm, and I've been meaning like to write something on it, and when I do, I'll drop it. But um, I just haven't—I haven't had one of the time or like really the nerve to like really get all those those thoughts out. But yeah. Kobe Bryant, for me and for a lot of the people, was the basketball god of discipline. Just you know. What he wanted was to win and what he wanted was to be the best. And I don't think Kobe Bryant was <coughs> the best basketball player we've ever seen, but he was the most skilled and he was the hardest worker. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I'm not arguing that being like, you know, people are like, all right, the comparison is over. I'm not making a comparison. I'm just saying from from... Just a raw standpoint. From a raw standpoint, I would look at LeBron be like, all right, LeBron is the better basketball player. But Kobe Bryant was never gonna let LeBron be better than him in a way. You know, if it, if he they were both in their prime, Kobe would have saw that and been like, yo, like I don't care if he has all the attributes. If he this then the third, I'm gonna do this down the third. Just like the Jay Williams story, where Jay Williams comes into the gym, sees Kobe in a in a in a sweat already doing game-type moves, and then Jay's shooting around, gets his workout in, and Kobe's still going. And then he goes up to Jay, and like, and Jay asks him, like, yo, why are you still here? And he's like, yo, well, I saw you come in, and I just want to let you know that anything you do, you'll never be better than me. <laughs> that's 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 Kobe Bryant's mindset. It's like, yo, I'm going to de- dedicate more time to it, more everything to it.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's where confidence comes from. Yeah. Because people, some people would just be like, how do you have confidence? You have confidence because... You work on your skill, you work on your craft every single day to the point where it becomes second nature.
1: But you know where that definition of confidence came from for me? It was Kobe Bryant, him saying that. So our coaches would regurgitate it because mm-hmm. our coaches were fans of Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. You know, they were really they were asking us not to do Kobe like stuff in the game unless we, we had, you know, unless we were really hitting that stuff. But yeah. Kobe Bryant was that definition mm-hmm. of confidence. Yeah. And it's so wild because, um, I don't know, it's every, everything Kobe said in Embiid, you, you just like, you caught on to it and he's like, oh man, like, yo, like, Kobe did this, Kobe did that. And just just his rage that he played with, you know, he he really seemed like, there, there, were, there was rifts between maybe like his family, his immediate family, maybe his mom and his dad yeah. and stuff like that. So he really embedded... Himself into everything. And for kids that, you know, maybe one don't have both parents, don't have all the resources, don't have this down the dirt, he was walking testament that you could pour yourself into a craft and it pay off for you. If you were un- undyingly ready to pour yourself into it, you could really just do that and it pay off. It doesn't matter matter what it was, but he was an alchemist of that. He, it bent to his will. And, and granted, he he took a light, more lighthearted approach off the court. You know, he was the person he was, but on the court, he was a giant, a god, a uh, uh, again an alchemist of just saying, "All right, because I've did this so many times, because this is gonna happen my way." Games they shouldn't have won, championships he might have shouldn't have been been in, but because he worked so hard, because. He qualified himself and then he 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 told outcomes that should have been different outcomes to move over. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you, you can't do that. You know, he was totally he couldn't be in the NBA. He couldn't be he was like, watch, well, I'm gonna work so hard. It doesn't matter. See Well, you know, you can't have an award-winning podcast. See Well, you can't do hey, this, is that, and the dirt that you do on a weekend. All right, but the spirit of Kobe Bryant is taking it, all right, cool. Work, 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 work. Move over, because I said so. Because I already put the work in. That was Kobe Bryant, and it it, just—it was tough because he was our Superman. He was our Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? And and he's the closest thing to a superhero that we really had. I mean, we we have LeBron now. We've had we seen Jordan, who who was you know the God of of old. Kobe Bryant was our, you know. Kobe Bryant was, you know, Game of Thrones reference. He was, you know, the new like by the old and the new guys. Kobe Bryant was the new guys. I mean, slowly fading away to being the old guys, but and then giving LeBron and more people the throne to do so. But Kobe Bryant was that person for us. It, it 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 gives me chills because you don't think about that kind of willful soul, that kind of spirit. Be, even even by those kind of causes, even by such tragic causes, being able to be taken like that, he's indestructible to us. He's indestructible. Never in a million years would we wake up and think on a Sunday that he will be gone like that.
0: If you would have told me that Bill Russell was going to outlast Kobe Bryant, <laughs> I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" about? You know what I'm saying? It's
1: like it's, it's a it's a it's a odd, weird, like sick joke, and it's like you know it, it feels like we're like every day is like, "Nah, he's not." Really gone because he's indestructible to us, and, and in so many ways for me. And again, I'll, I'll write the piece that I have in my head, so I'll go even deeper into this more than just kind of words, you know, audible words. So you can kind of, you guys can kind of read it. But when when something like that happens, it's too powerful to kind of let go. You know what I'm saying? He he made himself a force of nature, and it's like. If you take away the moon, or it's like if you take away the tides, that's what he was to basketball. You take away the moon, then the tides go crazy. You take away like the water, then like it's just an imbalance, you know. And I just feel like that, him, him crossing over into into everything that's after, you know, this physical form is just—it's it's, kind of like a nuclear explosion. It just let it let everything off. So you know, there's a shift, bro. Like. Basketball's changed forever. We're changed forever. Being that's somebody we hung on to. You know, energy can't be created or destroyed, only transfer it. It's just that energy transferred and we're all kind of feeling that we're trying to figure out what to do with that. You know, his his, his soul is his soulless person in a different place. Shout out Gigi, shout out everybody that lost their lives on that helicopter Pratt crash and, and then you know on that tragic day. It's just it's a it's a different dimension, man. When 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 forces like this go, it's just so different, man. And again, like in, in a thousand years, you would never think that our Superman, our Batman, our Iron Man will be gone like this. And, you know, he, he's embedded in everybody from a competitive, from a sports, from a hardworking standpoint. Kobe Bryant is is the basketball god of discipline.
0: It's crazy, too, because, like, when you're talking about Alchemist, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys have read the book, The Alchemist. Him and the author was actually making a book together. That's crazy. And it was gonna be about um the about like it was gonna be tailored tailored for um under I mean misrepresented kids or something mm-hmm. like that as well too. But literally, the author came out today and he was like, "Yeah, we had something in the works, but since he passed away, I just deleted it. Like, there's no wow. point of continuing it, whatnot." But yeah, man, after um uh, after he retired, most NBA players, you know, that's all they know is all they live and breathe is basketball yeah. um, and for him to make such a smooth transition was kind of crazy you know he kind of just came to terms with it you know i'm always going to be involved around it. although i can't play anymore i'm going to y- utilize my greatness find other passions and still try to inspire people you know what i'm saying um, whether it be uh, you know him winning that oscar dear basketball um, or, you know, he made several kids' books. I remember he invested a podcast called The Punies. Um, obviously, uh, that book that I read, Mama Mentality. Then he made a couple other kids' books as well, too. Um, and he he just scratched the surface. Of course. And it kind of seemed like just from his interviews, um, you know, whether it be through Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, Allen, or whatever show he went on, he it seemed like this was when he was the most happy.
1: You yeah. know what I'm
0: saying? Uh-huh. got time to spend, you know, got time to spend with his family. Um, and I don't know. It just felt like he was just more in that given mood, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to be crazy um, moving on. Uh, but like I said, like you said, energy, energy transfers. And um, if we've learned anything, it's just to love, give. I mean that's all you can't really do, right? Yeah, I mean
1: I don't know. I've and if you really wanna have a conversation with me about this somebody hit me up, hit my DM, whatever like that. We'll have the deepest conversation you can have, probably the wildest conversation. Mm-hmm. Can't tell everything on a podcast, of course. Yeah. But um yeah, j I think I think if anything we'll embody a spirit. Mm-hmm. The man was one thing, the man's Beautiful, definitely from a family standpoint, the love he had for his daughters, his kids in general, you know, just because, uh, just you know, there's so many stipulations, so many stereotypes, but, but that's in a lot of ways is the example. You know, just the love for it. And you don't you don't have to be a, a superstar to have that love mm-hmm. for your family, that sacrifice for your family. They were only he was only on the helicopter because he wanted to spend more time with his family. He had he had, saw that he had been doing too, that bro. for at least a decade. For at least a decade he had been doing this because he wanted to spend more time with his family. He wanted to pick up his kids. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't have to be your kids. If you don't have kids, it can be your brother, it can be a sister, it can be a mother. He sacrificed his calling because he had a family as well. And it, it seemed like a perfect balance, you know. He, yeah. Family comes first. His, your your craft, something you know. You're you're putting 40 hours a week into, and maybe right now it's not. Maybe you're working 40 hours a week for something that you're trying to get to your craft. Yeah. Well, again, he's the spirit of discipline and embodied sacrifice. So you you can learn to be disciplined enough to use every day wisely. And this part is so chilling for me. And and this will be my last comment until you guys can get hit me up in my DMs, shout me out, text me, whatever, like that. But what's so chilling to me that and 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 uh, Joe and then I think Mal alluded to this too on the Joe Button podcast, but he said that yes, Kobe was forty one, but Kobe lived a full life, right? Because he was always in pursuit of the thing he wanted to do the most. And he was always making time for his family that it seemed like 41 might not have been 41. 41 could have been, you know, for, for him, it might have felt like uh, an eternity. It might have felt like, you know, 60 <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 not even, I'm not going to say 80, because who knows what it feels like to be 80 at 41. But that's, that's how he approached each day. Each day was a full day for him. And thank God he got to experience that. But two, he spoke about it every single day how much of a necessity time was like like in the ways in some of those interviews there was a glimmer in his eye that was like yo like time is so precious to me why would i waste my time on anything else other than my family other than my craft right cuz it could it could end any time like cuz that's the that's the backdrop to talking about time it's like why would i waste my time time is all i have until time is up so he he lived by that mantra how you live is how you go in a way, and and not saying that to be insensitive, but but literally, he he lived that life. He wasn't all right, just capping whatever like that. Yo, you got you know you got to spend your time, and then he was wasting time. Kobe spent every day doing what he wanted to do, what we wanted to do, with, taking care of his business, this, that, and third. You know what I'm saying? So Kobe understood the essence of time. He might not have known the day, the time, or the hour, but he understood the essence of time, and he didn't waste any time. So so. Um, shout out to his family, love and prayer. Shout out to all the family members that are still left behind. Okay. Kobe Bryant had the head and he had, again, the basketball God of discipline, understood that time was of the essence. Every time he stepped anywhere, he got on that helicopter, he stepped on the court, he spent time with his daughter. He understood time was the essence because you cannot control time. And you know what? He's uh, the GOAT for that. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. Shout out to the Bryant family. Shout out to everybody who lost their lives on Sunday.
0: For sure, I mean that's. that's nothing else to say. Yeah. To be like I think it, I think it, it can literally end right there. So um, that was that was awesome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy, um, you know, episode seventy-one of the seasons Show. Make sure should make, make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at the season Show at Sir Caesars, at Traded X X I V. Um and Kobe, your family, everyone else who you know perished in this helicopter crash, um, you know, rest in peace, and you know we'll see you another time in another life form, um, yeah.